Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Dr. Robin. And guess what? I'm Dr. Robin. Whoever you are and wherever you are, whatever time you've taken in order to, to listen to this podcast, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. But that has nothing to do with that podcast. This podcast has to do with the ministry God has given me, a ministry that would help to bring the church and the unchurched, the clergy and the lay, those that are affiliated with spiritual matters and those that are just seeking to understand spiritual matters, help to bring them together. I'm here to, to, to build a bridge. And hopefully we can cross that bridge with integrity, with honesty, and with transparency. You see, I was raised not in the church, but in the world. And I became, and I was saved at 25. Well, you can do a lot of things by the time you get 25. So but when I got saved, one of the first things that I thought about was, wow, how come they didn't tell me sooner? I lived my life on happenstance and I didn't have to. I lived thinking that the only hope I had was it something would accidentally fall in my lap? And I didn't have to. And then the second thing I thought was, huh, the people where I grew up could really use this information. They could do so much better for themselves if they knew there was actually some hope, that they knew that there was something that could be done about their circumstances. And so that's the ministry that God gave me, to build a bridge. You see, I have this unique quality of being able to see both sides of the same coin. Because I was raised in the world and not in the church, I understand the world. And because I left the world, not because I was failing in the world, but because I fell in love with Jesus Christ, I see it through a different eye. But I'm also an ordained minister, which means I matriculated through the church and into the pulpit. I have a doctor's degree in theology. And this is what God has chosen for my purpose. So together, I want us to build a bridge on transparency, build a bridge on integrity, that those in the church and those not yet affiliated with the church will be able to find a little common ground. We'll have a little bit more understanding about their circumstances. Because isn't that what it's all about? You see, Jesus Christ didn't die contrary to popular belief for the church. Jesus Christ died for people and he used the church to disseminate the information. Nonprofits, I have good news for you. Are you tired of spending more time writing for funding than serving? If so, call Dr. Biswag and let her be your writing arm. Think about it. No employee fees, no workers comp, she adds value you can see on your bottom line. 20 plus years experience that is yours on request. Pay only when you need help, but nothing for downtime. Get started at http.drbizswag.com. The doctor can help. Hey, this is Dr. Robbie. Welcome to the podcast. You know, this podcast is about being clear. It's about finding transparency. It's about teaching people the hows, not just the whats, but the hows of leading a Christian life. Now, I'm not even pretending to to be a guru on this because like everybody else, I stumble, but at least I stumble forward. But sometimes, 
the world can get pretty ugly and things can get out of hand and and you feel like you're just simply fighting and it's you against the world and and it's always I always found it great when I first came in when I first got saved when I first started this journey where somebody would actually open their mouth and tell me how to do it not just to do it but how to do it instead of just saying just pray about it they would say you need to remind you need to pray to the father and remind him of what his word and his promises to you and that helped me tremendously so today we're going to look at not only the what but the how of what to do when the world gets tough I'm coming out to you out of Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And this is the tenth verse. It says, Finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you may take your stand against the devil's schemes. How many of you know that rarely does the devil come directly at you? Rarely. Does the enemy say, I'm about to destroy you? But instead he comes through circumstances and people, financial woes and broken cars and a lot of different ways because sometimes everything just seems to happen all at once and you are stuck going, what in the world is going on? And then you remember. And you recognize that you are under attack. And these are the devil's schemes. That is when you need to put on your full armor of God. Because for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of a dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. It says our struggle is not against flesh and blood. That means when that person comes at you sideways and you take you totally by surprise and your anger at them is, 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 is riled up, you need to remember and calm down that it's not about them. It's not about flesh and blood. That their reactions are a result of being persuaded to come against you. Now, if you are, you think you're so holy that the enemy can't use you, you are in trouble because it's the ones that think that they can't be used that the ones that usually are. So know that anyone can be used just like the devil can use anyone, but so can God. To bring a truth into your life. So the next time someone does something to you and you're angry. Don't be angry at them. Recognize when you come to yourself. When you realize that you are under attack. Know that the struggle is not against flesh and blood. But against the rulers. Against the authorities and the powers. Of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, in the realms that you can't see. 
That spiritual warfare is going on and you are under attack. But there's good news. Because it not only tells you what's going on, it tells you how to get out of it. Verse 13. Therefore put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. Put on your full armor of God so that when the devil comes, when the day of evil comes, not if, but when it comes, as we walk this journey, that armor that we have on, that, that, that armor that we, that, 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 that we put on every time we go out into the world, every time we have to engage, every time we have to walk into circumstances that we can't control. We need to put on our full armor of God. Because it's not an if, but it's a when the day of evil comes. You will be ready and will be taken by surprise to stand your ground. And when you've done everything you can to stand your ground and you still feel like you're losing, simply just stand. Your job is done and that's when God takes over. You see, a part of that armor is what God uses to, stand, to help you when you're standing firm. It says, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. That means that when haters come at you and they're hating on you, when they're talking about you, when they're lying on you, you, no matter what, have the belt of truth wrapped around your waist. Everything done in the dark will come into the light. God will use that belt of truth that no matter what the circumstance, he will shine it through that all might see. With the breastplate of righteousness in place. There's a breastplate and you, 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 you see where it's located. It's located in front of you because it's covering your heart. It's covering your heart from the evil darts that are coming against you. It's covering your heart that you won't become cold-hearted, hard-hearted against the world when it's not about flesh and blood. That you won't let circumstances run you away from the righteousness of God. It's covering you. It's keeping you safe from the arrows that might hit you as you walk through your trial. As the evil one comes at you because remember his job the evil one's job is to turn you from God. But before he can turn you from God, he must change your heart. So the breastplate of righteousness. And how do you get righteousness? You get righteousness by studying the word of God. You get righteousness by communicating with God. You get righteousness by seeking God in all that you do. Now, I don't mean that you're supposed to sit and read a Bible 24 hours a day. That's not what I said. But you're seeking God in all that you do. That even when in small things that 
you say thank you because you recognize that you didn't do it on your own. That means even in the middle of a storm, you say thank you because you recognize that when you come out, you can't get yourself out. That means when you are have a lavish gift from God, you say thank you because you recognize that there was nothing about you that was good enough, strong enough, or perfect enough to have been rewarded this. You couldn't have earned it on your own. That's why they call it a gift. So that righteousness, that, that grace, that engagement, that faith covers your heart that the enemy might not make it cold. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. That means that you know the word for yourself. You're not repeating what you heard somebody say, but you know the word for yourself. You see, there's a term that says, he wrote it on your heart. You see, when God, I have always struggled to identify scripture from memory. And I used to struggle with that, and I always felt bad. But the Holy Spirit reminded me that they're written on my heart. So even though I might not be able to repeat it verbatim, that I understand the spirit of the gospel. And that spirit of the gospel is written on my heart. And in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. That faith. You see, when, when, the, when, when the enemy comes at you like a flood, God holds up that standard. He, 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 hold, he holds up that shield of faith, that standard, that pushes back on those arrows. They're flaming arrows, so if they hit you, they burn you. They burn your spirit, they burn your mind, they burn your faith. So he does not allow them, he extinguishes them with that shield of faith. When your faith is high, it is harder for the enemy to penetrate your world. And how do you get your faith kind of high? Faith comes by hearing of the word of God. So right now, as you listen to the scripture, your faith is growing. Isn't that great? Every time you call on God and say, I need help, your faith is growing. Because to simply acknowledge that God is there is an act of faith. Because you would not do so if you did not believe it. When you're in trouble, <laughs> the old story is when you're in the foxhole and the enemy is coming, and you say, God, if you get me out of this, that's an act of faith. All those things are acts of faith. And all of those things extinguish the flaming arrows from the, from the evil one. It says, take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Speak those things as though they were. The helmet of salvation says... I know that I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. Therefore, the Holy Spirit lives in me. 
Therefore, the word of God is activated in me. Therefore, I can speak life into this situation. And pray in the spirit on all occasions. With all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all God's people. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions. To pray in the Spirit is to pray to God. If you, have, if you do not yet have the gift of tongues, to pray to God in your regular language. To speak to God. To talk to God. To commune with God. If you abide in him, to abide means that if you come close to him, he will come close to you. With all kinds of prayers and requests. That's the good news. All kinds of prayers and requests. That you not only can pray about it, but you can ask God to do something about it. And because you belong to God, guess what? It And that is an act of faith when you do it. It. God moves in your favor. He turns, you get his attention, and the angels stand in their place. It says, with this in mind, be alert. And always keep on praying for all God's people. You see, Jesus Christ died for people. He, died, he didn't die for the church. The church is in charge of disseminating the information. But he died for people. And guess what? You're people. So if you are struggling and you can't figure out exactly what to do, if you've done everything that you can do to make it happen, but it still hasn't happened, and you are now out of tricks, out of ideas, and out of resources. Simply stand still and ask God for his help. You see, the mere fact that you open your mouth voluntarily and say, God, help me. I allow you, because God is a gentleman. He will not come unless you call. Now, he'll come sometime and help out on the, on the sidelines sometime. But unless you call, he will not come in directly and handle that situation. But if you say, God, I have done all that I know how to do. Help me. You have given him permission to come in, to walk into your circumstances. Permission to handle your issues. Permission to reduce that challenge. Permission to activate that within you which he placed from the time you were conceived. So anytime the world starts coming at you and you simply feel like, wow, everything at once, an avalanche of problems. Kids acting a fool, husband acting a fool, wife acting a fool, co-workers crazy, boss crazy. You have no money, car breaks down. When it becomes an avalanche of ridiculousness, stop and know 
that you are under attack. And when you are under attack, it usually comes uh, that realization when you've done all that you can do to try to stop it on your own. But when you recognize that you are under attack, stop and stand still and say, God, help me. And then use those weapons that God has given you. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, in order to stand against the enemy and watch God work on your behalf. I double dog dare you to try it. This is Dr. Robbie. Be safe. Be woke. Be loved in Christ. Bye for now.